She wants the toilet rolls rolled out, and I like them with them rolled on the inside against the wall. Um, a little feedback on that. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> New degree, who dis? So yeah, oh, have I told you, um, so when I hang out with single people, I've already brought this up around around you, no? So it's not I, ringing a bell. So when I hang out with single people, like people who have not been married before, I don't, I feel different from them, like... I don't truly feel... This is going to sound so emo and like bullcrap <laughs> like that, but I don't truly sure. feel a part of the group, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, it, there, like there's a difference between me and them. And I was a little bit worried at first because I don't want to... Because divorce, as far as I'm concerned, is not a part of who I am. But I think it's a difference of I've been married and they've not been. Right, so, so they don't have those experiences yeah, that you have. It's almost like there's a little bit... It's almost like they're... This is going to sound so high, high on myself. It's almost like they're less mature. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they're really kind of, like, they really is kind of are. Like, they've not moved... Because marriage is different, man. Like, that's grown-up crap. Right. Um, And so it was weird. And so I was concerned about it for a little bit. I was like, well, I don't want... Um, I was afraid it was, like, the divorce that was the reason I felt distant. Uh, not, not distant. Just different, you know. Um, But I got, I got to thinking later, and I talked with a few people. Like, and they were like, no, I think it's just the fact that you've been married, and that it's just... A different world that you've gone through and so even the people who are like close to my age who are single i kind of can't, can't help but view them as kind of like kids <laughs> man even though like i've only got like three years on them or something they're, right, they're, right. they're like 26 or something i'm just like i don't know they're just not adults like no. they are but they're just i can't just it's very hard to describe if i was good at, r r at rhetoric i'm sure i could describe it better but they're just, they're just kind of not adults yet, man. No, I understand. I mean, I mean, it's like the differences between I and my wife and my kids when we tell them, don't do that because of this, because we've had the experiences of doing that. And they'll have conversations. You're like, oh, a married person wouldn't do that. You know? And then there's, there's something to be said <laughs> about, um, and people would tell me this before I got married, is like, Oh yeah, you've 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 dated for a long time and you've gotten to know each other pretty well, but wait till you have to live together. Mm -hmm. It's very different. And it's very different, and and you're tied together through a marriage contract, and you have to totally learn each other different again. Like she wants the toilet rolls rolled out, and I like them with them rolled on the inside against the wall. Um, a little feedback on that. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> comes over the top towards you, not around the bottom. No, goes out underneath what the bottom. What kind of anarchy nonsense is That's chaos, dude. Next next you know, it's dogs eating dogs. Cats and dogs are sleeping with, with, with each other. It's chaos out there. You gotta maintain some order. No, no. Toilet paper on the back roll because, man, if you hit it, it just spins around. It doesn't dump all the toilet paper on the floor. Don't bring some logic, <laughs> practical nonsense into that. I'm an engineer. That, that happens. That makes sense, though. That actually makes a lot of sense. If the if the other way, well, what if it gets hit the other direction? It just rolls down. No, it all does, depends it on how does, you hit it, right. Gary. Depends on your how you hit it. Depends on how you but hit when it. you have a little kid that walks up to it and goes and rolls it out on the floor when they're little, yeah, you learn to put them on the. Right you do way. tend to roll it the other way. Yep. yep. <sighs> Gary. <Yeah. laughs>
You make a very good point. <laughs> so, I'm your pragmatism. Pragmatism? Sure. an engineering brain of mine. <laughs> Thinking about practical uh, things instead of... It looks so, good. That's so funny. It's like the difference between one of my roommates. Um, he was dating pretty heavily when the... the when we were uh, sharing apartments and uh, his girlfriend, he went to help her get a stereo for her brand new truck. Mm-hmm. The criteria for her stereo was it had to be cute in the right color. That was it. You don't ever see the damn thing. Mm-mm. Well, I guess the, like the console. You yeah, didn't... just the console, the front end. Why can't so mix up some and dang and said dame? <laughs> pink and purple thing. And it sounded like crap, but she was happy. And I'm like, no, 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 it's got to be sound. It's got to, it's got to have, if you want to get something with good, you might as well cut your car speakers at that point and, and like use some spray paint to like, <laughs> if yeah, you want it to look cute. I totally convinced myself that I was never going to marry a girl like that because I want to, you know, they're real girls are practical. Not his girlfriend was not. <laughs> um, real girls are practical. That's what, that's what we call ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife is very practical. So she she thinks more about function than 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 pretty, but my two daughters, totally the opposite. They're just like my friend's girlfriend. <laughs> Dang, they're still very young though. It's all about being like it's all about the cute stuff. Then I don't know. My oldest is when it comes to conversation and stuff like that, very very intelligent. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not saying that they're dumb and they want stuff to be cute. <laughs> right, but uh, there are just some things <clears throat> that. You think common sense would dictate that, or common sense for me, mm-hmm. because you know I'm I'm almost fifty and I've got thirty years on her of experience, and she should know what I know. <laughs> right though. Right, but uh, you know, we had that stereo conversation. <laughs> her car. She's like, oh, I just want a blue car, and I go, I just want one that goes forward when you put it in gear. <laughs> yeah. Like it can be blue. It has to be a good car first. Right. I like when we first got that hatchback out there. Uh-huh. I hated it. Some small little. It looks looks like a girl's car to me, kind of. You know, my view has changed a little bit. Like you know, like it. But what sold me on it was well, there wasn't really much else by way of choice as to what we got. But the gas mileage, I was like. Okay, I'll drive a little Ford hatchback if the gas mileage is really good. So, <laughs> you turn it into a rice grinder. No. Put some little wide tires no, on no, it. No, 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 Put no, two no. of those little glass pack pop no. can sounding things on the back. No, so when you're no. on the gas, it sounds like bad gas. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the next vehicle I want to get is probably like a truck or like one of those. What do they call it? Mini SUV or compact SUVs? Where like so I I can store more stuff in it, take that off roading, which yeah, this car can't really do much. So that's so, what I want next. The gas mileage won't won't be as good, but I want an invent an adventuring vehicle. Yeah, that's what we're getting for my wife next one. Her we've had this van since oh two thousand three, and. Uh, because of my wife's job, she travels all over the valley and stuff doing home health. And she put a ton of miles on it. And I mean, like, wow, she'll put more miles on in two months than I put on my truck in a year. And, uh, but it's time to get her a new car. So we've been saving her pennies and stuff, but we're looking at, a like, the smaller SUV types. She did. She won't drive vehicles. She will not drive my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, but she'll drive that. And I'd be like, I want to get rid of that minivan so bad. When we bought it, it was great. I mean, I got yeah. a good deal on it. It's got a bigger tank. It was you had young kids. Flip back. 
you had kids, got TV system in it, kept them entertained and, and all that fun stuff. But now it's just, it's great for holding a whole bunch of medical supplies, <laughs> which is what it does right now. You know, actually, um, I think truck and SUV sales are higher than car sales. People like being higher off the road. They like the fact that if you're in an accident, you're not the tiny thing getting squished. Yeah. Um, and nowadays, actually, even those vehicles come with pretty good gas mileage. You know, you have to get like the big beefy stuff to not get good gas mileage so yeah my truck's an echo boost i get i get uh as good a gas mileage as my wife gets in her van oh. yeah for the most part <laughs> so but that's a utah that's a that's a rocky mountain thing trucks and bigger higher oh, yeah. go back east they want smaller tinier interesting i say we are in the mountains so kind of you know you want things that can go places yeah so but my truck's too big to go up the mountains now because the the razors and stuff um, the, a lot of the roads and stuff are growing, so the, the feds don't do, um, tree trimming and that kind of stuff. Oh, because roads. less people are bringing their trucks up there? Yeah, less people are bringing their trucks, so it's grown in, and so, when I had my Explorer, they fit. I could go anywhere a four-wheeler went in that thing, but my truck that I have now is too big to do that kind of stuff. Plus, I don't want to either. Yeah. So I don't like Rocky Mountain trucks. pinstripes in my truck, so. Rocky Mountain pinstripes. Yeah. <laughs> it's these nice scrapes that the mm-hmm. that the tree branches put in your paint in your clear coat so I'm torn on that one in the vehicle like I might be kind of proud of like the wear and tear that is shown on it because it's kind of like hey I've done fun things at the same time it's kind of like I like to keep nice things looking nice you know so I'm kind of torn on that but because yeah. if it's like new and nice you don't want to ding it but at the same time it's kind of like I want to go to the mountains I don't know I bought it to yeah. yeah 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 so no, that's why I have my like... son's two-wheel drive pickup. There you go. <laughs> I took it to the top of Mount Logan. Almost didn't make it up. Almost didn't make it down. <laughs> it's, they've improved the road up there quite a bit. But uh, it's getting rough again. And uh, there's a couple spots you need four-wheel drive still. I've never been up there. You never have? Mm-hmm. I'll have to take you up there this summer then. Yeah, I like should. to go up there about August, September just to go... For a drive. Yeah, we should. That'd be fun to have like a, can you have like a bonfire there or there places mm-hmm. where you can Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of places up there. Oh, we should do that. that. We should take a, a few uh, brothers up or something and have like a roast or something. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. That'd be and then we can get Kurt to take us in his Jeep. Ooh, that, that should fit. Because <laughs> we used to take his Jeep up there a long time ago on the old road. Mm-hmm. Because that was about the only thing you could get up there in. I'd ride in the back seat of that Jeep and by the time we got to the top, the cinch, the seatbelt had cinched down so hard I couldn't get it to unlatch. <laughs> so, but, oh yeah, good times. Worked on the repeater on the mountaintop up there a lot, so we'd go up there like three times a year or so to work on things. Had some like Clorox. <laughs> Mine smelled like I just cleaned something, because I did. Even though I washed my hands. After the fact. So what else you want to talk about? I don't I wish know. I brought that video. That's pretty cool. Wish you had. It show it shows all the appendant bodies or a lot of the appendant bodies anyway. It talks about the York right and the Scottish right and some of the stuff they they give you little glimpses in and stuff. It's pretty cool. But I'll make sure I get that to you next week. Did you ever watch the one on Netflix, which I think they did a bad job of name of naming it called Inside the Freemasons or Inside. Is that the one where they the follow Masons? the Grand Lodge of England? Yeah, it's. Yes, England. I've seen that one. They should have cho- chosen a, a different, different name, man. 
you can't talk about being inside anything without it being without it sounding just bad, bad. In, the, in these days. I'm like, you guys should have chosen a different name. It's, it's the evil, the evil Masons. Right. So, but no, I watched that before I became an EA. Right before I became an EA. I was before it was, I was initiated. It was out then, huh? Yeah. How much of a time gap was there between my initi- initiation and uh, yours? Quite a bit. What? Mine was two years ago. In February. Oh, and mine was about three-ish years ago. So, yeah. So, about a year-ish, yeah, maybe? You were about a year in, yeah. So. Time flies when you're having fun. Indeed it does. Cool. What's the last thing we should talk about? I don't Fred know. Fred the Head here? Fred the Head. That we can no longer have in Lodge. We can't put... That's... Did you read the Grandmaster's last edict? Huh. So, it has to be read in Lodge, but it comes out and it talks about... Uh, I didn't even get an e- email about really? that. Yeah, I just don't think so. I don't think they just send it to the to the wardens and the masters. That's dumb. Right. I don't think they out. don't. I think they sent this one all out. And uh, but it's uh, talks about rooms for reflection, and that we cannot put a candidate, or it hints to this. I think that we can't put a candidate in a room by himself. We've done that. At I did all? it with here. Well. There's kind of almost... Like, what are you going to do? What else are you going to do? are opening Lodge? We're opening Lodge. He's waiting outside. He'll be in some room... By himself. ...of some sort by himself. Yeah, I don't... This one just happens to have a skull in it. Right. That's just because I like skulls. I think they should be a part of masonry, but it just looks... It's more, This is not a room of reflection. Right, no. This is a library. Yeah. So, but no, it's just... A, what else? You, you I want to ask questions, so if you get an opportunity to read it, go read it. Yeah. Well, it's not in my e- email, so... Maybe I'll forward it to you. Yeah. That would be good, because he has to be in some room by himself of some sort. At some, you know, like he he's waiting here outside. Well, I thought it was pretty cool because I mean, when I did mine, Kurt, Kurt brought me in here, and he says, "Hey, you get an opportunity to kind of think about what you're committing yourself to." Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, don't look at those books over there. Just take some time to think, just think. and ponder." You know, I might get somebody in trouble by saying this. I don't know. But I was told um, that if I wanted to, I could ponder on... Oh, yeah? Yeah, and so I did. So I sat there, and I actually... And so by the time I got... Well, hang on, I might be saying too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so, you got the delete key. And so, it's true. So I came to the conclusion that ultimately, like, my trust is in God. Because when all else fails, that's all you have left, you know? And so... And that was, that was good. It gave me something to think of. Because you don't know what to expect. You don't know, you know, you kind of have an idea of what you're committing to. But until you're in, like... No, you don't. Unless yeah. you read ahead. And I really enjoyed that time. Like, that time to sit there and think and be prepared. And just kind of, like, to quiet your... It's more like... It's not, it's not, it's not so much to think about anything, but kind of just kind of to prepare yourself for the serious experience that you're about to have. And so there's there's no and while they're waiting outside for us to open lodge, you might as well tell them, hey, just sit here and think and get ready for what you're about to uh, go through. Well, and I think that was an appropriate question, just because. Mm-hmm. And it it gave you some focus to your reflection. Yeah. So not using there the was, word, or I could get in trouble for using that word, but. I've only heard one person give the wrong answer to. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to keep in. I've only heard one person um, give the wrong a- answer t- to that. I mean, he never made it past the EA. Oh, really? Yeah. 
but he said, you know, he was he was asked the question, which I shan't repeat, even though you already know at this point. Um, and he said, myself. Which is not a bad answer. Right. But, and, you know, and... There's, it's not the right answer. Oh. And, like, and there's questions you're asked in Lodge where, like, you have to be prompt, prompted the right answer, you know. Right. Um, looking back, you're like, why didn't I just... I'm just going to bleep it out. Like, why didn't I say... It was very clearly the answer was supposed to be... <laughs> and like, you're like, truth or something. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I have no idea what this... I don't even think I answered. I think I was kind of like... Um, and then... That's the way I was. And I was I, like, oh, yeah, sure. I, I, waited for the, I waited for Andrew to give me the answer. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. Phil's answer was good. It was. Yeah, like, it wasn't... Um, like, it made sense. You know, that could almost be the right answer. There were a lot of them he answered without being prompted. He was willing to just put himself out there and, you know, and try to... So, I liked that. It was good. It was good. He wasn't afraid to speak up. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to make that part work. <laughs> you might have to delete that whole section out. I think, I think there's... I think the bit about Phil being not afraid to answer, you know, like not, not being afraid of being wrong, right. per se. Like, I think I can keep that in to make it work. But, no, so, anyways. So, he mentioned reading something. Carl Jung. Carl Jung. Yeah. If you've not, you, well. I've never heard of that. What, 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 what is it? <laughs> He's a psychologist, I think would be the best way to describe him. But he's not in vogue in the universities and stuff because he was a little bit out there and stuff, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. But not in, like, a bad way. In, like, the sense of, like, the archetypes and hero's journey and like subconscious and stuff like that what's um, his name again carl jung jung is spelled j-u-n-g which German. i knew that he he had mentioned before that he had read some of that stuff and i was like "Ooh, i'm actually kind of impressed with that because he really does like anyways a lot of his stuff and stuff with the esoteric stuff a swiss psychiatrist oh there you go yeah and psychoanalyst yeah I mean, wrong about some things, as all people in the past were, but I think he focused a lot on, like, the archetypes and kind of, like, the stories within stories, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And Is there so, a specific book that you all recommend? Because I, like, no. I like reading different stuff and being exposed to Actually, different things. Instead of reading Jung, I would recommend reading or lists either consuming some form of media of Jordan Peterson. Yes, and I've, I've, I've started listening to his Cause stuff. Because he has studied Jung, even though he was told not to. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we just don't do that here. And he was like, well, this stuff makes sense. Like, there's truth in here. And so he went for it, you know. And Why so, would you tell somebody not to study something? Because it's the university. You have to do what the norm is. You have to do what what's correct, what's right. We need to respect everybody. It's not... It's <laughs> Right? <laughs> it's not a place of truth anymore. It's a place of what you're expected to believe. So... That, that was our conversation Thursday night too. Yeah, yeah. It was but, like, yeah, they, they, we were talking about math. That's what brought up this whole conversation. It was like, a plus b equals four. No, a plus b equals five. You know. Yeah. No. If if you get the right answer, but in the wrong way, yeah. Then shame on you. It's like, who cares how you get there if you understand? The method doesn't matter. What matters is understanding why you get the answer. Right. But they don't care. It's got to be. Well, in my mind, universities should be... Well, you shouldn't be learning this at the university level. You should learn this in, in elementary, middle school, and high school is how to learn. Yeah, yeah. 
And then in college... You should learn to like to learn, to love to learn. That learning's fun, not I have to get these things crammed in my head, spit them out on a test, and then forget it. Right, and then when you get to college, you, you some of your courses should be a breadth of things, so you get an understanding of uh, many different things from many different directions. Mm -hmm. But you should... The majority of your education should be focused on that thing you want to do. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I'm going to be an electrical engineer, I need to understand... You know, yeah, that stuff really well. Yeah, how to program and, and but how the point of university was to not not for them to tell me what to do and how to yeah. think it. It was supposed to like that was kind of you should be learning the trivium your entire life. That was one of the places where you're like you were really supposed to learn that how to think for yourself and how to take in new information, not accept it per se, but take it in. And then compare that to what you know, what you think, and then change what you think based on... But now you're just told what to think. Instead of how to. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that how to read a book book that we've been reading for that great... Oh, dude, isn't that the, the driest, most long-winded thing you've ever read in your life? It is, but it's been, <laughs> but it's been very interesting. Oh, no, it's a good book, but dear heavens, apparently he loved to hear himself talk a lot, so like, apparently... He's long-winded in his books because he was in real life, too. He would just go on and on and on. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. we haven't had our first seminar yet on, mm -hmm. on the book yet. And technically, I haven't attended our first seminar because they did it on a different night. But uh, in reading that book, though, it was uh, interesting to kind of realize that we don't... The majority of us don't read to learn. We read to for entertainment purposes, and, and we don't... All of us have not been really taught how to really read a book. Yeah, you We've don't... just been taught, like, to a sixth grade level, and that's it. And that's why we spend so much time in colleges and stuff reteaching people how to read stuff. Yeah. So when I joined o o o OGB, we actually started out with the, I with the Iliad. And yeah, you were given like you stab you in the foot right at the beginning. And you were given how to read a book to read on your own time, which I didn't really do. I kind of started to, and I was like, "Man, this guy doesn't shut up." You know, like it. Anyways, you could condense that thing down into like a two hundred page, one hundred page pamphlet and get all the same information. Right. Anyways, but, he, but they don't I have wish us he, read the whole yeah. thing. And only read like the hundred first hundred fifty pages yeah. or so. But that shows how. Um, and there's different sections of like how to read philosophy, how to read, you know. Yeah. So, so you can kind of pick and choose your parts. Okay. But. Um, like I do wish that, but that just shows how they've been, it's still a very young pro program. It's only been around for four or five years, you yeah. know, but it shows how they've been improving and changing and stuff like that. So, man, like for instance, I was excited to read some Aristotle. I hate it. I hate it so much. Really? It's, I don't want to poison the well with what you should expect, but it's, it's very good. Like no sentence is wasted, but it's so dense and it's just... It's kind of boring, and I know it's important stuff, so I'm trying to, like... But I, I'm not enjoying it. I'd rather go back and read some Plato. I enjoyed Plato. Like, sometimes you're really mad at Socrates. You're like, shut up and stop asking questions. But, like, <laughs> now, Plato to me is, like, enjoyable instead of, like, something I have to, like, read. And Aristotle is kind of like, oh, boy, here we go again. <laughs> so... But that'll be a few years out. Yeah. Yeah, we we start off with the Iliad though. That's the first yeah, book. Yes, that's 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 the first actual like book of the great books that you read. I love the Iliad is good. When pe people ask me what my favorite book is, I tell them the Odyssey. But I tell them before you read the Odyssey, you should read the Iliad because you get like 
the backs. It's just like you know some of the characters. You know what's been going on. It's just kind. Of, it's just better if you read it first. I can't wait for when you start to read the books that I've read, and we can discuss them. Yeah, so that's what this podcast make, will become: is a discussion of books. A discussion of books, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. But actually, <laughs> advertising for a great online book, or <laughs> yeah. Which, you should go to OnlineGreatBooks.com. There's a video in there where it explains what it's about. If you go to Whence Came You, the Masonic podcast, there's an episode in there where the owner and starter of Online Great Books comes in and talks about um, how it relates to the FC degree where you're told to learn, like the trivium and quadrivium, and how you're, you're basically charged to learn for your entire life. And he makes it Masonic. That's what sold me on it. That's how I found, found out about it. And I was like, oh, like this is important. You know, like, yeah, so. And so, it's you go. On you because you're using those big, nasty words, big and nasty I'm sitting there going, and you're, do you, do you, what'd you say again? The trivium is, I've, I always get the order wrong grammar, logic, and rhetoric. Because grammar is like how the parts work, the logic is putting the parts in proper order, and rhetoric is make, make, making it sound nice. Gotcha. And then the quadrivium is i don't think i know actually hang on um it's where i reveal <laughs> that i'm actually really pretentious but don't know shit. um <laughs> um there's there's like a oh, we're taught this in the fc man um it's like a yeah you're, is, you're talking to a guy who was an fc for a matter of an hour i know i know and i was one for like over half a year like nine months maybe anyways um there's geometry i think astronomy is geometry astronomy Music is in there, yeah. and music. I don't know what the fourth one is. I forgot. Anyways, it's not important. Well, it is important, but we can move on. <laughs> Anyways, so. No, that's interesting. So yeah, I forgot where we were going because I took so long to on that little side point. No, we were just talking about the online great books course. Yeah. So go and sign up. If you sign up before the waiting time opens, you're put on the um, the VIP list where you're sent some stuff to read and learn more about it, and then you get and then people on the VIP list are given the first slots. Yes. So it's like you signed up. You're just not until. Yeah. So it's been so far fun so far. I've only been two weeks into it, so I've learned more in a couple weeks just because I'm thinking about learning as I'm reading it instead mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. And uh, to help with the uh, uh, the payment to that great online course, please send your check to our charitable accounts at the at the Shriner Hotel, Mm -hmm. or in short cash. (laughs) To it used to only be sixty bucks a month, right? But the guy fought it for months. But all the but his whole financial side of things were telling him like we've got to increase the price, and he was like, no, I don't want to. And eventually, like, he had to face the facts of, like, we need to increase the price. Well, he's paying for some online tools that... Yeah, that aren't cheap, like the shipping of books and stuff, you know. Um, That Slack stuff isn't cheap. You've got to pay the hosts of the seminars for their time, you know, like, the infrastructure. So the people who had the old price only got bumped up 10 bucks, I think. And I think the actual price for new people is 20 bucks more. I think it's 80 bucks a month now, about right? Yeah. Which is still well worth it. I'd, I'd pay the full new price, but he told us that the people who were there already would just pay 10 bucks more, and I was like, okay, fair. That's you know. But I would have stayed on for the full price. 
Well worth it. Well worth it. Yeah, so I paid for mine. I decided it was just easy. They give you a little discount for paying like six like, months or a whole year. Yeah. So I just paid for a whole year. If I had that much free cash on hand, that's how I would do it. <laughs> so, I don't, but I did it anyway. <laughs> I could have gotten you. Did you get some kind of like a discount code for like your three months to be a bit off or something? Yeah. Because there's different methods you can use, like a few different. Like, you know, if you listen to their podcast, they'll give you, like, the code podcast for it or something. But, anyways, I'm so excited that you're in that. I can't wait to hear what you think about the books you read and we can discuss them. And... No, it's pretty cool. He sent me all the books that we'll do in the year. Oh, Almost so when you free. pay the upfront, yeah. you get all... Oh, well, you see so that way, So I've got a stack like this sitting <sighs> on my desk amongst the stacks of other books that I have in there. So that means you've got the Iliad, the Odyssey, some Greek tra- tragedies, which are a ton yeah. of fun, oh, yeah. by the way. Love those. They're so good. They're so good. You don't need Shakespeare. You just need those. They're amazing. So, yeah, I'm just finishing up Hamlet, so. Nice. It's the first book of Shakespeare's that I've ever read. Um, Andrew has a theatrical production of Hamlet that is very good. It comes on two different discs. Um, because it's two hours a piece. Oh yeah. Because it's it's the full play. There's nothing cut. Oh, that's and cool. And you know you know the actor of I hate that I'm may, may making this reference, but like that foolish professor in like um, Harry Potter two or something, like. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, I know. yeah. It's got him in it. Okay. As Ham Hamlet, that dude, his talent was wasted. And Harry Potter playing some some fool. Actually, it actually shows well, the, the reason they picked him up in Harry Potter is because they like to get all the popular English actors yeah. to. And the fact him. and the fact that you hate him so much in that movie means that he's actually really good at acting because he like you despise him. He's clearly a fool, so he plays it really well. But seeing him do Shakespeare was so much fun. Okay. And Andrew let me borrow that. I'm sure he'd let you borrow. Well worth the watch. Holy crap! Like oh. I still go on YouTube and watch his little to be or not to be spiel because it's just done well and it's great. That was cool. It's well it's well worth the watch. So that's cool. So much fun. Should we wrap it up on that? Yeah, I guess so. Give us an ending. Um how, so, how is this gonna So uh we're gonna take Jason's place. Thanks for listening to us. Um please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we have a website as well from the northpodcast.com. We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. There's short bios there. You can send us emails, etc. Um, also, please uh, make sure to send Jason emails, lots of them, telling him uh, that he should be here. And that, but also including those emails, a congratulatory note on being engaged. Oh, there you go. Yep. Going back to what we talked about in the beginning, being nice. Being nice. God, I was hoping for the bad stuff. <laughs> no. Fill us in, Bob. And actually, for the, few pe- for the few people who do listen to this, if you have something you want discussed, just send us a message. Like, if it's something that you're, like, afraid to ask in Lodge or something, maybe, or you'd like to, or you'd just like to hear it discussed to see kind of, like, just to bounce ideas off people, that'd be a lot of fun. I don't know how many people... I don't think many people listen to this, but a few people from our Lodge do. Like, a topic or two would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be. Because I'm not afraid to say what I think, because we have a disclaimer at the end of this for a reason. So. (laughs) That is true. That is true. So, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. These should be coming a little more frequently. And, Jason, you suck. (laughs) Ooh, okay.
The hosts of the From the North podcast are providing this podcast as a public service and for their own selfish motives. It is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of any Grand Lodge, local lodge, or any Masonic body or Freemasonry in general. Any reference to any specific product, subject, or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation. The rantings, tomfoolery, and views expressed by the guests and the hosts are absolutely their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them, any Grand or local lodge, or any entity that Present. But when you have a little kid that walks up to it and goes, Brrr.